as soon as I open it, roaches. To where when I walk in the house, <laughs> did you scream? Hold. <laughs> Welcome back to Econics Talks, guys. When I pop up, everybody gonna be like, man, overnight success. Lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. Are you serious about this? Because if you are, then I'm willing to back the business. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Econics Talks, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we are going to hop right in. So today we are going to be doing part two of our Airbnb breakdown and how to start that business. So last time we talked about how to you know, do market research. We talked about how much does it cost. We talked about actually setting up the proper business. And today we're going to start out with how to find the actual apartments. So this actually will take a ton of time. I won't say a ton of time, but you're going to definitely have to do some digging here. So if, again, like I told you guys before, if you are not okay with a little bit of uh, dirty work and just leg work and grunt work, then this isn't the business for you. Um, so uh, in order to find the types of apartments that are Airbnb friendly or short-term rental friendly, honestly, guys, it's one of those things where you just got to talk to as many people as possible. And then whichever one says yes, then you go with that one. Um, if it makes sense for your for your deal. Um, obviously, you want to be as strategic as possible. So let's talk about some easier ways to find and locate those those types of properties. So one of the easiest things that I found in order to find those types of properties is honestly just Google. So what people don't know is this is also considered a type of corporate housing. Um, and if you don't know what corporate housing is, um, think of it this way. Think of you as a business owner and you want to buy or own an, or rent an apartment for your employees. Um, for some businesses, people do travel and they need places to stay. stay. So let's say you guys um, rent out an apartment for your employees. And that's essentially what a corporate housing is, because a lot of those types of um, people or guests only stay for a short period of time. So that's essentially what corporate housing is. Anyways, moving on. So one of the um, easiest ways to locate those apartments, simply Google corporate housing and the city that you're in. If you Google corporate housing and the city that you're in, you're going to get a bunch of different companies that are going to pop up. And all of those companies are going to be corporate housing companies. All right. So peep this. What you do from here, this is important. You start to go on those websites. Once you start to go on those websites, you see if the website has the apartments listed and some in some places, they have all of the um, locations listed. Some of them don't. It's one of those things you just got to go look for it. But you will find that one or two, three, maybe even four or five websites will list out their locations of their apartments. Well, guess what, guys? Once you've located the actual apartment complex, you know that they're um, short-term rental friendly, but are they Airbnb friendly? 
well, you've, you've done the hardest part. You've actually identified a, um, an apartment complex or, or a home that is um, friendly because somebody else is either doing it there. They may be doing it illegally or not. You don't know that that's not your business. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure. So now you've at least found a lead of somebody to actually go talk to. Another thing to note, guys, is there is a possibility to locate housing that's already furnished. Obviously, this is like the best ideal situation is to find an apartment or place that's already furnished. Well, they do exist. And again, it's just one of those things where you're going to have to do a little bit of digging and you're going to have to actually look for it. Um, I have not come up with a fireproof way to find out how to find furnished housing, but I know that there are people out there who do. So if you guys find it out, by all means, let me know. But um, if you just look into finding furnished housing, um, what I have found so far is Craigslist is a good place for that. I know that sounds kind of iffy, but Craigslist is a good good idea um, to actually start looking for furnished, already furnished places. Um, and just look around. You know, there's there's listings everywhere. Apartments.com has them. Um, just start doing research and try to find some furnished housing, schedule meetings with these owners and talk to them as well, because that will also save you a ton of money. Um, number two. So let's say you actually go to the apartment complex and now you're at the meeting. So how do you actually deal with property owners and landlords? Well, honestly, guys, the, the pitch is very simple. You want to use keywords. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar you know, with sales of any type, but essentially you want to approach a, um, an owner and say something to the effect of, you know, hello, my name is such and such, and I own a corporate leasing business. Um, right now we're looking to expand and we've identified your complex as a great fit. Um, we'd love to be a great community partner and we just need to see if we're a good fit for you. And hopefully we can do this together. And then something just as simple as that, you know, just just come with the conversation and just be open about it. Um, if they ask any questions about if you guys are going to be doing, you know, Airbnb, blah, 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 um, be honest. And I'm going to tell you why. So if you decide to lie about a situation like this, one, ethically, it's wrong Two, you're leaving yourself susceptible to be dealing with a bunch of problems that you do not need to deal with. So by just taking the taking a bite on the bullet the first go round, you won't have to continue to keep up a lie and then you're not you don't have to worry about did your guest go to the front office? Did your guest do this? Did your guest do that? That's too much heartache and pain for me. I'd rather just do it legit the first time so that way they they are aware and if there are any issues, you're covered. So um, I get that question a lot. Do you tell them? Yes, if they ask. So you present it a certain way. Um, it's all about language, guys. Present it a certain way. Talk about corporate leasing. Um, talk about if you have it. Talk about, you know, you want to um, do a short-term rental company. It is, it's, it's the same thing. And if they ask questions, be honest about it. Um, it's okay being honest because at the end of the day, you want to make sure your investment is protected in case something does go wrong. So that's essentially how or my take on how you would approach um, a lot of the property owners. Um, let's talk about some objections. Some of the objections you may hear while trying to approach some of these owners, um, you're going to hear things like, uh, how do I protect my 
you know, my um, my property, you know, they, they want to make sure that most importantly, that their stuff is is protected. And um, if you guys have done any research about Airbnb, you'll know that their insurance policy covers up to a million dollars if, you know, if that has not changed. And I'll just give you guys, you know, just to speak from experience. Yes, I have um, had items broken in, um, in my Airbnb. I have had things stolen. And I will say it is somewhat frustrating to deal with customer service, um, dealing with customer service on the Airbnb side. But I will also say in that same respect, if you do call back and you and you um, work through that, eventually you'll talk to the right person and get what you need. Um, everything that I've needed resolved has been resolved. Um, I've even had reviews removed. That's something that you can talk. We can talk about a little bit later. But I've also had reviews removed as well from you know, um, irate guests or people who didn't necessarily enjoy their stay. Um, that's going to happen as well. So, you know, again, back to the objections, most people want to know um, how their investment is going to be protected. So how to overcome that objection? Talk about Airbnb's insurance. Um, another another um, way to overcome that objection is to talk about parties. Um, Airbnb has recently changed their policies and they have a zero tolerance for parties. They have a absolute zero tolerance and that person's booking will be immediately canceled. So this is why you need things like cameras and you need um, you need things in place to, to protect your home. Because, again, if they're messing up at, you know, the Airbnb, well, guess what? That means they're probably going to be disturbing the guest. Well, that puts you at odds with the with the front office and the leasing office. You do not want that. So you want to make sure you keep a tight lid on who comes in and who comes out. What's up, Econics fam? It's Josh checking in. I want to quickly dive into something crucial, your financial peace. So picture this, comfortable conversations about your budget that actually makes sense, life insurance that's not a headache, and managing your debt without all of the confusion. Well, that's exactly how I intend to serve all of you. So if you'd like to connect and begin your journey towards financial freedom, well, just tap the link in the show notes to schedule a meeting and we'll chat. I'm really excited to show you how I can earn your business. And now on to the show. Another another objection that you might hear is, you know, an owner might not want their property run down. Well, um, I will just say this. the One of the main reasons why I went to, to Airbnb instead of actually renting um, is simply because one, the, the margins were better. The profit margins were wider. And two, um, it just made more sense. You know, if you have somebody or family staying there for a month, that's uh, or I'm sorry, a year as opposed to a week. Well, the wear and tear on your property is a lot less strenuous. So that's one of my main things. And at the end of the day, guys, like I said, an owner's main objective is, is to one, to make money, but two, to make sure that their property is protected so that they can continue to make money. So you want to make sure that you ease ease their, their concerns about their property being protected. So um, again, a shorter stay, it's less wear and tear on the house. Pretty simple, right? All right, cool. So that's how you deal with the actual property managers. And I also want you guys to understand where your leverage is. So when we talk about leverage, when you're walking into some of these establishments, you have to understand what you bring to the table. 
So an apartment complex, their goal is to obviously have the highest occupancy rate that they can have in their complex. Well, you as a business owner, that's the problem that you're solving for them. So obviously some of you guys may be um, maybe in different financial situations. So if they allow you to do 10 units at the, at the jump, well, that's 10 units. Some of them will let you do five. Some of you can only do one and that's fine. But for those of you who can do five or 10, think about that. You're solving their occupancy issue. You're solving a huge occupancy issue for them. So when you're going in there, there's your leverage. That's how you, you tie it back. So when you're, when you're selling something, you want to make sure you tie it back and explain how your business will benefit them and their bottom line. And there's your tie back right there. So understand your position and make sure you leverage that. Number three, getting the, getting the property, property ready. So I actually created a list of things that you will probably need for an Airbnb. It's not a one size fits all list, but it is a is an exhaustive list and you can kind of pick and choose what you want from there. Um, I won't go into detail about it, but if you do want that list, um, it will be, um, just email me or text me, call me, Instagram, whatever. Just reach out to me and I'll get you that list. Um, I'll probably post it on the Patreon or somewhere for it to be um, received. But there, we do have a Discord chat and it is on there as well. So um, it does have an exhaustive list of things you do need for the Airbnb. Now, where do you actually find stuff at to, to actually furnish your Airbnb? So for, for me, I, I've, I've spoken on this before, but one of the main or biggest mistakes I made was I wasn't thrifty enough and I did not stick to my actual budget. So with that, if you guys are looking to furnish your, your Airbnb, you want to be you want to make sure first of all you do stick within your budget, but two you want to make sure that you do a little bit of due diligence with picking um, the right stuff and not just going to IKEA or Ashley's or Rooms to Go to to buy stuff. You don't want to waste time and you don't want to waste uh, money because at the end of the day, even if you finance all that stuff, you still got to pay it back and it comes out of your bottom line. So you still want to do your due diligence. So what I found is places like OfferUp. Places like, um, I think Wayfair, I think it's what it's called. Um, you have Facebook Market. Um, there's also um, hotel liquidator places in, in different cities. And these places are essentially where hotels get rid of all their stuff and they sell it for a discount. Those are actually really good places because, um, for one, they, um, they, they're, they're very sturdy. Uh, they are different types of items that will last and it's a still a good option to go to. So as far as, you know, where to find stuff at, check out those places and that should be good for you. Um, how to find a cleaner. So when you're getting your property ready, you want to have a couple of things. You want to, you're going to need a cleaner. You're going to need to have photos taken and you're going to need a handyman. So in order to find a cleaner, it's simple. Just like I told you guys earlier with Google, Google's your best friend. So just Google and it's one of those simple processes where you're going to have to look up a few companies and then understand where 
what they're charging and then compare them and then choose the one that's best for you. Um, ultimately, that's your decision. So again, you want to have multiple cleaners because you just never know what can happen. Sometimes you get double booked. You may not be managing your calendar properly or you may make a mistake. Anything can happen, but just make sure you have um, more than one cleaner in your Rolodex just in case something happens. Um, as far as photos, uh, I believe, I'm not sure if Airbnb still does this, but uh, when I first started out, they did, but they will send somebody out to take professional photos of your place. Now, I've heard that it takes about a month to do that. And for some people, uh, that's not quick enough. And for me, that wasn't quick enough. And I really didn't feel like going through the hassle of trying to find somebody through Airbnb and blah, 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 blah. So you can hire um, a photographer to come take real estate pictures for you because you want to make sure you have uh, the best pictures taken. I know iPhones take great pictures, y'all, but at the end of the day, this is your business. And the better you present your property, the better you make your listing look, the the more bookings you'll get. It's just that simple. So make sure you do your due, do your due diligence when trying to find a photographer. Um, for a handyman, you're going to need one of those. Um, you want to make sure, and these are for people who typically are owning a home, because if you're in an apartment complex, they will take care of most things, but you just never know. So just keep one in your Rolodex. So for handyman, there is um, an app called TaskRabbit. And TaskRabbit essentially, if and this is if you don't know a handyman personally, um, but TaskRabbit is essentially an app where you can um, put out jobs and then whatever job that you need, um, people will bid on that job or you can select people who do that job. So, um, it's pretty cool. It's, I've used it before and it was, it was solid. I had somebody cut my yard, um, because my yard guy was, wasn't available. So I had to use, use task wrapping and it, and it worked perfectly for me. So, um, that's as far as it goes with the handyman. And that's really all I have for you guys today. So for those of you who are listening to the podcast, I appreciate you and let's get this thing rocking, man. So, um, on that note, guys, y'all have a good day and peace.